Hello and welcome to the Mount Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, November 14th, Thankful Tuesday, and at the end of the podcast, I can't wait, I'm going to take you through A to Z of things that we can be thankful for, and I want to get us um, just thinking on all that God has done for us. We're in the book of Mark today, in Mark chapter 8, starting in verse 22, and we'll go through chapter 9 and verse 1. This is a pivotal passage in the book of Mark. I've heard it said that Mark has two sections. The first section, chapters 1 through 8, middle way through chapter 8, is who is Jesus? And then from the middle of chapter 8 through the end of the gospel of Mark, we're asking the question, What has Jesus come to do? And so here we see in Mark chapter 8 that Jesus is going to heal a blind man at Bethesda. It's an interesting story. He kind of heals him halfway. He doesn't see clearly. And then at the end of the story, he sees clearly. This is a metaphor for what is happening in the lives of the disciples. They don't understand fully who Jesus is, but as things progress and as Jesus goes to the cross, as he comes to do what he has meant to do to die on our behalf, they will then see clearly that he is Lord and they'll even go to the depths of giving their lives because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. But before I get ahead of myself, let's read Mark chapter 8, starting in verse 22. Jesus heals a blind man at Bethsaida. They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people, they look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, Don't even go into the village. Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Jesus predicts his death. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. The way of the cross. 
Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God has come with power. Before we move on, I just want to go back through this passage just a little bit. So we see the man that is progressively healed. Remember I told you last week that Jesus heals in a lot of different ways. And I believe that the reason for this is not to pinpoint one specific way, kind of hocus pocus, that people are healed, but that Jesus looks at the heart and he deals with each individual differently. And then as we talk about Peter declaring that Jesus is the Messiah, I love that passage. It just, it just helps me so much to be confirmed in my belief that, yes, Jesus is not just a prophet. He is Lord and Messiah over all. But even in his declaration of faith, Peter does not understand completely. Because when Jesus begins to talk about going to the cross, Peter wants to hear nothing of it. But we're going to hear more and more as we progress through Mark about Jesus' death and the fact that he is going to the cross on behalf of all of us. Okay, let's move over to the Psalms. In Psalms today, we're in Psalm 78, but it's quite a lengthy psalm, so we're going to read half of it today. We'll be in verses 1 through 31. A Maskell of Asaph. My people... Hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, His power and the wonders He has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children, so the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born. And they, in turn, would tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. They would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation, whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to Him. The men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by His law. They forgot what He had done, the wonders He had shown them. He did miracles in the sight of their ancestors in the land of Egypt, in the region of Zoan. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the water stand up like a wall. 
He guided them with the cloud by day and with light from the fire all night. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of the rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin against him, rebelling in the wilderness against the Most High. They willfully put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God, they said, Can God really spread a table in the wilderness? True, he struck the rock and water gushed out. Streams flowed abundantly. But can he also give us bread? Can he supply meat for his people? When the Lord heard them, he was furious. His fire broke out against Jacob and his wrath rose against Israel. For they did not believe in God or trust in his deliverance. Yet he gave a command to the skies above, and opened the doors of the heavens. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave them the grain of heaven. Human beings ate the bread of angels. He sent them all the food they could eat. He let loose the east wind from the heavens, and by his power made the south wind blow. He rained meat down on them like dust, birds like sand on the seashore, He made them come down inside their camp, all around their tents. They ate till they were gorged. He had given them what they craved. But before they turned from what they craved, even while the food was still in their mouths, God's anger rose against them. He put to death the sturdiest among them, cutting down the young men of Israel. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together because we have read so much today. I can't do all of the ABCs of thankfulness, but I want to get you thinking from A to Z of something that you are thankful for that God has provided. Here are a few to get you thinking. A, abundance. God provides for us generously. B, beauty. God has made everything beautiful in its time. C, comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles. D, deliverance. The Lord delivers us from our fears and troubles. E, eternal life. The promise of everlasting life with Him. F, faithfulness. God's loyalty and faithfulness to us. I also want to encourage you to write from A to Z, perhaps, people that you are thankful for. And when my kids were little, we would do a little song and we would call out the names and pray for them. And it would go something like this. Okay, do not judge my voice. Emma, Emma, ah, ah, ah. Baker, Baker, ba, ba, ba. Carol, Carol, ka, ka, ka. Daddy, Daddy, da, da, da. And it's just a fun way for them to learn the sounds, but also to be praising the Lord for the people who had made an impact on them. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you for many things from A to Z. We are so grateful for all that you have done. Turn our lips from complaint and comparison to praise and adoration for who you are. Lord, we thank you for a person in our life today and a place 
anything in one of your characteristics. We thank you that Psalm 78 shows your steadfast love that even when we have trouble following you and seeing you at work, your abundant um, love just rains down continually. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray, God, that you would continue to help us know that you are the Messiah and live our lives in a way that, that shows our affection and allegiance to you. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.